have all the Chihuahua files? I do. They're yes. awesome, right? Yes. What a great page. Yes. Yes. You know, Chihuahua files? Oh, I'll share you. I'll send them to Tony. I DM them to Tony. Yeah, no, the Chihuahua files are awesome, bro. Please send that to me. Sorry, guys. We were just in the most. Right before we started, we were talking about a whole bunch of stuff. Change the stuff that you intake, all right? Earth picks. Chihuahua files. I think if you're uh, more well-rounded, it just helps you. It helps you be more creative in the what you do. Code. You need to. We, I wish Instagram. Like you'd be surprised the shit that I watch. Me too. Yes. But I was gonna say. I was gonna take it back. Do you guys remember when Instagram was a picture of your food and trees and scenery? Do you remember that? Yeah, but the people stopped it getting still likes is for my that. Feed. So my now, feed is still that. Now they have to sensationalize it. It's like they just can't have food. They got to no, have food on the edge of a mountain. No, my, I, I my, get it. My, I get it. my feed is art, strippers, statistics, and 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 stats. Yeah, oh, we're, we're gonna we're gonna get in that today. Yeah. But I, my first topic I want to talk to you guys about is uh, strippers and statistics. Uh, that's somebody well, has possibly. to do it. It's possibly. Not this episode. Uh, <laughs> shadow ban. <laughs> what is shadow ban? Do you know Shadow people that are Shannon Somebody Bannon? has to type in your entire Instagram name to the last letter to find it because you got all them phony baloney ass followers and you know who you are. So if you want to know if you're responsible for it, grab somebody else's phone, go to Instagram search and type in your profile name. And if you have to type in every single letter, bozo, we know what you did last summer. Whoa. <laughs> that ass. Type in R-A-P-J, baby. I'm the first result. Mm. I don't mm. know about the rest yeah, of y'all. Yeah, if you type in Ferrari, my name I, pops up. I know it's artists. Ferrari, that, of course. I know and then, a couple people that was at the Rock Brunch. Probably three down, four at the down. Rock Nation Brunch. That you got to type in every letter, number, underscore, asterisk to find their ass with the Fugazi. But I, so I thought shadow banding was people who post content that isn't uh, suitable. Shadow no? banning happens for any various reasons. Okay. Um, it's violating. It's violating their terms of usage okay. or okay. service. Yeah. You know, uh, that's why people that people think that, you know, they put up the upload a video on Trump and Biden and all that stuff and try to sensationalize it and know that's that's going to get you hurt. Um, if you want to make a caption uh, in your post, no more than three. If you have to add five, maybe. Mm -hmm. But if you want to add a whole bunch of hashtags, post your picture, go right underneath and add a comment with all your different hashtags. It's The picture's going to end up in the same place. What you have to understand is that these platforms, they're not made for you to think you have total dominion and control over the world. What makes you believe that Twitter or Instagram has to let you reach 20 million people at one time if that's how many people follow you? What gives you the right, right. to feel that you have the same reach? I learned that here. As a, a, a government agency, there's no way you want to reach that many people and start to do it the right way, bro, or you're asking to get shadow banned. Fine. Buying likes from accounts that don't do nothing but like your page, bad idea. Buying views, buying Instagram shares, reels, real comments, setting up those bots. Guess what? Nine times out of ten, when you sign up for one of these websites to auto-reply, you're giving them access to your Instagram. Meta does not allow anybody access to their IPIs, to their APIs. I'm sorry, bro. The minute they find out that that program is doing that, they do away with it. And you're not going to, I think it was the government who was like, Meta has does, does an amazing job. This was just in a couple, last couple of weeks, Meta getting, you know, Google getting nailed to the cross for the ads. And they said that Meta does an amazing job of finding their competition and isolating it. Mm. I want you to factor in and let that, let that run rampant in your mind of whatever it is that that may do for you. 
So shadow banning, shadow banning happens as a direct result of the fuckery. Period, point blank. You don't want to get shadow banned? Then stop the fuckery. Stop buying likes and views and interaction and engagement. Because what does it really do? It doesn't help you. It doesn't no. help the program. It doesn't help the platform. It just throws it all in the question, bro. And guess what? As I'm, I'm being long-winded. They have new creator awards. Mm. You can now donate badges to people and give people money. Right now, watching this on YouTube, right here, if I'm not mistaken, somewhere right around here, there's the super like button. Go down there. If, we, if you feel we gave you $50 worth of game, drop that 50. Drop 25. Drop 10. Drop five. There's a way to help creators make a living giving you guys this information. And if you're an artist and you're not using what we're doing and how we're doing it as an example, how you could set up your pages, then you're missing the point of the cheat code. So is it possible to unshadow ban yourself? Hmm. I don't know. Because <laughs> isn't it like once you're on there, like... I don't know. Okay. We'd have to work at one of those platforms to tell you. The only way that I can... Like, it's... Can you be, can you be, un, you know, can you, can you become a virgin again? <laughs> I mean, can you, I don't want to, you know, can you unfuck yourself? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what you did to yourself. So can you undo that and it starts back over? Like, does your whole facts erase? Like, you made this play. So now that's why you'll see some of these artists, oh, I got hacked and I'll start a new page. And because they're already an established artist and they don't want to have to build that page, here they come again and buying more followers and buying this because they have an image to maintain. And truth be told, they were never using those platforms the right way anyways. Anyway. Exactly. You know what I mean? Using exactly. social media, to it's either to educate, empower, uh, Share entertain. I guess that's educate. Or, 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 or call to action. If it's not any of that, bro, you're posting the wrong shit. I'm sorry. Okay. Um. How important is hip-hop and R&B to everyday life now versus before? Hip-hop saved the Grammys. It's Did you not watch the 50 saved year? Yes. Hip-hop saved the Grammys. Have, have you, when you register a record for Luminate, R&B and hip-hop are the same category. There's no, and in, the, in the eyes of the system, category. there's no differentiation. Saw this off your chart. Yeah, there's, yeah. No, there's no separation between R&B, hip-hop. There's classical music, gospel, rock, country, folk, R&B, hip-hop. Yeah. R&B, hip-hop, R&B, forward slash hip-hop. There's no difference. They go hand in hand. And, and, and I'd like to point out that it's a culture. Like, pop is not a culture. Hip-hop is a culture. Do you think that's why my man feels he got slighted? Uh, Chris Brown? Yeah. Damn, yeah. Chris Brown. Do you think that's why he feels he got slighted? I think he feels he got slighted because he didn't really know who had won the award. And it was somebody that he didn't feel should Did you be read in the, the apology? Same, yes. Yeah, I read the apology, That should too. be in the same category as he was. Right, so... And he said that to them, too. He in, said, in, I, in, I don't in, feel in, like we should be in the same in category. The same category. Yes. So, again, is what Chris Brown makes considered R&B and what Robert Glasper makes not... What, what, what would... Differentiate? What would be the differentiator? I don't know, but there needs to be if one. If there was a line... There needs yeah. to be one because they're not in the same category. How do you, how do you compare... Um, like reggae, like like Bob Marley type reggae with a newer lane of reggae. Like it's different. Bob and they Marley versus have Sean to, Paul. Yeah. And they shouldn't have to compete with each other because it's it's different. It's one is dance hall. Yeah. Country's the same. And so forth. Pop is the same. I know Nicki Minaj was a little upset because she was originally in the pop category instead right, of the super rap. Freaky girl. Yeah. Instead yeah. of the rap category. And I get that. Because I think why she was in the rap category and wanted to be in the pop. 
right? No, I think it was no, the other no, way no, around. No, I think no, it was she, pop. She wanted to be in rap because why should she have to compete with Justin Bieber? Why should she have to compete with people that don't make the same type of music that she makes? Even though she is pop, she's a pop star. It was was and, and that and, song. Let me ask you a question because in that lane, when that record released and that record was released as a pop record, and because so much of it was sampled. Could that have anything to do with the designation? Like, yes. Yeah. You sample, yes. you use so much of this record. Yes. There's no way to recategorize it. We would have to go back and put Rick James in the rap category. And right. that's which, what, which in radio, it did really well in on the pop stations versus the urban stations. Shout out to Nicki Minaj. This, this is the, that's Me the mother of rappers. Me and DC played it 17 <laughs> times in a row on the radio, by the way. Yeah, shout out to uh, uh, Nicki. But definitely something to, to <laughs> 17 is your to magic consider. number. So, okay. <laughs> So it's documented on YouTube. So are, what we're saying is that there should. So does are there multiple <laughs> genres of rap? Then so is it is it fair to compare Kendrick Lamar to Future? Yeah, I do think it's time for a hip hop uh, no, no, category no, 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 breakdown. Subgenre. If yeah. we think there we should, should be a new R and B lane to separate Chris Brown from Robert Glasper, yes, I think so. Should we separate Kendrick Lamar from Future? Future? Yes. They're separated in my playlist. They're separated, They're separated in, in my, my playlist heart. Too. They're separated in I my I have brain. a playlist called Southern Legends, and it's nothing but Southern Legends in so that playlist. So by that logic, I agree with you guys. Yes, R&B should be broken up. Okay, cool. So do we break it up into what? Let's talk the about same it. Way, the same way that everything friends. else is broken up to with Soft how the label R&B, breaks it up. We got R&B, sexual R&B. No, we got, South, we got the Southeast. We got East Coast. No, I'm sorry. You must not have uploaded a record recently. It's oh, rap, facts, my bad. Gangster rap. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The category, the category, rap, my bad, my bad. Hip hop. I'm talking about categories. There's so we trap. have there's to call a category it, called trap. There's a category called trap. trap. There's not one called, uh, there's on certain well, what is DSPs. Kendrick's called? Damn. Hip hop. No. I guess. So, you know, again, yeah, it's, he needs it's a category. It's yeah. a re, if, if, and since hip hop saved the Grammys. Is it time as a culture that we say, hey, man, you know, there's, it's more than just 10 rappers now. But who's going to There's 10 different types it? of, 10 different types so of, let 10 me, different let types. So let me throw another angle into this that's going to make it even harder. Like, in streaming, it's not even genre-based anymore. It's getting away from genre. Right. It's more mood-based. Emotion-based. So angry, emo, yeah. sad, happy. So if we break it into subgenres, do we then break subgenres into moods? Or do we just... Forget the genres at Do all. Do you want to win the Grammy movies. for the saddest R&B artist? And the saddest R&B artist the world goes to. Artist. The crybaby. And, and now you're competing with Fuck. like oh my God. Yeah, that's a every crazy emo. Ass. That would be crazy. Sorry for the bad and word. Then, and so then, you'd have country versus rap versus R&B all in the sad emo category. Oh, That'd be wow. crazy, right? Pain yeah. music. Hmm. Remember that uh, Hello? Isn't that a sad song? Remember yeah, that? the Adele song. Hello from the other side. That would have been the saddest song of yeah, all time. Was, but that was a ballad though. I think that was. I think that's considered a ballad, right? Hello from the other side. But definitely mood-wise, definitely That's a sad a mood. And then who's the judge of this? Like, who gets to, like... That's what I'm saying. Who gets the categories to... I think I, I was reading because one, one of the episodes that we you. recently posted, I should be me, was about, um, <laughs> about BPMs. <laughs> and I was doing more research on BPM. And believe it or not, like, you can, you can affect people's mood. Yes. By the way that the the speed of yes. the sound yes. is organized. And the frequency. Oh, hell yeah. yeah, you and know what I mean? Frequency so yeah, the there's music. a lot of different yes. there's a lot of different nuances. Like I was watching a um a producer and I didn't know this, vocal bridges and stuff like that. Like I didn't know that like Buddy was like, Man, uh, in order for uh this artist that just came out and just, you know, has taken over the charts, she records in this studio and then Buddy got a picture of the studio and he's like, Well, let's break down the equipment. 
this compressor right here is $16,000 and then showed you. And this over here does this. And this over here does that. And this over here does that. And that's how this sound comes out afterwards. Mm -hmm. And you as an artist don't know that. You don't know all of those different compressors and sounds and plugins and mm -hmm. equipment and all of the stuff and vocal coaches and how many takes and all that shit. You just think, oh, the studio in a box, microphone? It is Put way it, more complicated than that. Turn me up my headphones, face ass. ass. And then you're going to get in there and you're going to make a fool of yourself and then you wonder why your songs aren't sounding the same or why the content or the quality of the content that you're creating cannot be compared. And guess right. what? You'll never be able to compete where you don't compare. <laughs> You want to get a song on the radio? Then your song got to sound like songs on the radio. Mm -hmm. You want a summer anthem? Then be listening for the summer anthems and make a song within the same BPM. Make a song within the same mood. Guarantee you that when Beyonce dropped her album, she set the tone for dance records across the country. Yes. Yes, of course. Yes. Of hey, course. man. I'm, yes. Then we have to figure out how when these, when these people come in and they make a splash and yes. that wave comes up, you're either going to drown in it or, or you're, you're going to ride that, that bitch, bitch, baby. <laughs> and once you figure out how to ride it, that's when you figure out how to Pause, become influencers yeah. of the culture where a Drake will hear an artist and be like, I got to get a feature from this guy. Yeah. Or uh, uh, somebody will hear and, oh, I got to get this guy on my video. Or, oh, this artist is hot. I got to get her on my, on my show to come do a freestyle. And, and being able to ride those waves and understanding those trends as they happen Notifier, I think is the name of the new app. It's a standard procedure now. Notifier. Uh, standard, pretty standard procedure. Pretty standard how it happens. You get a hot record, you will never have to pay for a big feature. They're going to come. Glorilla. Yo Gotti hopped on uh, Blessed. Like, Cardi B hopped on Tomorrow too. Because she had a song called Tomorrow, and then Cardi B already hopped on Tomorrow too. Right. Like, Folks huh. will want to work with you. Get a song hot. <laughs> Get the song if hot. If you build it, they will come. Face huh. They will come. Drake, Drake is famous for it. Yes. Little Baby, Migo. Yes. Moneybag, yo. I can think of, I can't, uh, what was the good? Club well, going the, up? Uh, Tuesday. What's your name is? McConan. McConan. Dog. Drake hopped on that one. Yep. Squad going. If, if Drake up. vibes yep. to your song, Drake can vibe to your song and move the needle Call on. Call that black. Yep, man. Drake so, is a vibe. Beca become somebody Black boy, uh, that can move JB. the needle. Mm -hmm. Become somebody that can move the needle. Well, Drake has love for Memphis because his dad's from Memphis. Yes. So I, I already know he taps into Memphis all the no, time. If, if you love hip-hop music, you love hot. Memphis. He, he has a really good sense of the underground and what's coming. He listens. Eminem does too. Like Nicki they Minaj listen too. to music. They pay attention. You know, M jumped on Joyner Lucas very early in Joyner's career. Yeah. And Joyner is somebody that looks up to M. Like, he studied M when he was coming up and and teaching himself how to run. Yeah, It's just, it, it, there's just some artists that are really great at knowing what's next and what's coming mm, and supporting that. that. Yeah. I think those days are gone, though. I don't think any of these new guys with the social media cloud chase and everything that it is, I don't think any of these guys are going to find somebody to mentor anymore. I feel I feel, I feel it'll be far and few, but I feel like it will I get done. But it's just I'm not saying they're not. I I'm just I, I, I think do, the heyday of it is happening, you, and, and somebody coming in and putting you under a wing. It's a it's a pendulum. I think it swings to extremely. Yeah. 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 yeah, and I, I think we're just we're we're experiencing an extreme right now. It'll yeah. swing back. It always does. Okay, I hope so. It will. Dear Chico, loyal YouTube listener. My question is... Thank you. Thank you. Does radio and club DJs effectively work numbers-wise? I've used services for club DJs, but didn't really see a return, see the return I've wanted. 
but I focused on my digital marketing, learning from you guys, and online campaigns. My social media and streaming numbers have increased very well over time, but I'm still seeing that the club DJs are I'm still seeing that the club DJs are important. I just don't see the analytics from the club DJs. What do you three think? It depends on the type of record. I don't have enough information here. Depends on the type of club. It yeah. depends on the record. It depends on the, the How actual. How much work you put? Are you where going are you to the club? Are you expectation? Where are you at? Are What's you in Arkansas? Are you in Atlanta? So Are you in Maine? I'll say this. <laughs> do more of what works and less of what doesn't. Bigger cities are more difficult to do that in. If you're in a smaller city and there are a limited amount of venues... And then that means there's limited amount of tastemakers. That means yeah. that you're who it's you harder. have to target with and network with. It's a lot more difficult because they have to weed and seed it, but it makes your target more specific and more direct. Correct. Yeah. So if you wanted to impact and influence a club, for example, if you're paying for club spins, what's the goal with playing for club spins? Are you trying to get people to download your music in the club? Is there anything in the club? Are you going through putting flyers on the tables with the QR code? Are you having, does the host know, this is my man's song and they're playing it? Or are they just playing it? Is it a record that sounds familiar so they're able to wedge it in between something else? Mm. So the club owner doesn't know that you're playing new music at 1.30 at night, killing his bar sales? Because all of these things have to factor in. Maybe the DJ is playing your music. He's just playing it at 8 o'clock at night when he goes in there and sets up because that's when people are coming in and that's when the venue or the promoter only allow him to experiment with a playlist, if you will. The bigger the venue, the more strict they are with the songs or the, the more established the DJ, the more reserved you are. Because as an established DJ, you're not going to play 20 or 30 minutes of unrecognizable of new shit. You're not going to fucking it'll do that. It'll especially kill everything. Most, not at I will add, more, also add, too... The digital and online stuff requires, you know, you just swipe your credit card and type in your debit card number. The the nightclubs and stuff like that requires you to physically go out, physically build these relationships, Have physically relationship. talk to these people, yes. physically contact these people and just build a foundation with them. They're people. The other thing is the algorithm or, and, and it's going to go off of, you know, how you said it. But this second part that you're talking about, you don't see it. You, you have to make sure you actually have to go out and see it and be in it. To know you can't just push a button. Yeah, on that. getting a record played in a club is a lot more to do with you sitting in the club and studying, engaging crowd reaction. Yeah, when the DJ played the record, how that's was your the analytics crowd yes. at that particular before? moment. How yes. was it reacting afterwards? Recorded Excuse on video. Me, were bottles purchased. Did anybody have a viral moment to where when the song came out, the bottles came out? They were able to. Did someone it. come to the DJ booth and say, "What was that?" Yeah, all right. of that stuff. That's why right. it all works in, in in unison. Nothing in the music business works individually. All I'm going to just do is run ads. Good luck. All I'm going to do is just go to radio. Good luck. I'm just going to go to network TV. Good luck. I'm just going on the PR route. Good luck. Nothing individually works on its own. No, it's it a pie. It all works together. All the pieces have to all come together for together. the pie. And you'll know, the time to go to clubs is when you have a club record. <gasps> what a concept. <laughs> the <laughs> time to go to clubs is when you have a club record. Take Agreed. your time right now and get you a DJ feedback form and find 20 DJs that you want to build a relationship with make them in different segments, maybe find five strip club DJs, five radio DJs, five college DJs, and maybe five event DJs and make it your goal for all of 2023 to build with those people with the hopes that you could exchange support for feedback. And when they give you the feedback on the records, you'll see what DJ gives you, what type of support and what type of feedback on the records that you're giving them. And that's going to give you a better game plan of say, you know what? 
I have a record that's great for radio. I have a record that's great for the college guys. I have a radio that's great for the strip club. I got a radio that I think Rari would love to, for the radio station. I got, a ra I got a record for the Cheat Code podcast, man. I think this is a great instrumental. It motivates me. I want to send it to them. We have to start figuring out what it is that we're making so we can know how to get it to the people that want that. When, when I was new to this, I didn't realize that it was about time in and repetition. So when I would bring a song to a DJ and he didn't play the whole song that night, I would be really offended. I didn't realize that the way to break a record is for the DJ to mix in a little piece of it between two really hot records, yes. like warm it up. And and that's not a one-time or two-time thing. That's like over a period of weeks. So. Correct. If you're bringing your song to a DJ on a Thursday and you're thinking that by next Saturday you're going to be the hottest thing in your city, you have a whole lot of learning to do because that's not how you break records. It's a it's a time in game. It takes time. At radio, it takes 12 to 16 weeks to really break a record. At radio, and that's you're paying for cycles. that. Yes, and you're paying for that. So you've got to learn the ramp up to get even getting successful. So if you want a song popping in August, if you've got a summer song and you're like, okay, I want this to be at the height of success in August, you've got to count back 16 weeks. And that's when you need to go for radio. And I'm going to take it a step further. You can't even go to radio first. So now you've got to count back another six months because you've got to have a digital presence. You've got to have a buzz on the street. You have to be doing some shows before you even take it to radio because the way the program directors get excited, whether you're paying them or not, they're looking at all the other influence. And if your song has no influence, it is going to die a lonely and sad death and, and a very expensive and death. They won't what? even acknowledge it. Too guess no. Guess it's got to be moving. It's got to have movement. And one of the biggest radio finesses of all time was, come on down to the radio station so we could do the interview that we're going to run at 3 o'clock in the morning for the nurses and garbage men. And because of, of this certain <laughs> yeah, virus, said, they're not even letting your ass inside the building no more to do your interviews. 